Genesis chapter 3 and verse 1. Hallelujah. The Bible says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, has God said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it. If you do, you will die. Verse 4, And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die. For God does know that in the day that you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat, and gave also unto her husband, and he did eat. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We ask that you add your blessing to your word this morning. We pray for a super supernatural anointing on your word let it speak to us let it challenge us let it change us in Jesus name we pray and the church says amen now do you understand that this was the original sin and it was the sin of unbelief amen When we start to question God, oh, hallelujah. And that's where we are in the world today. Amen? I just want to take my time. You have faith, and actually, Pastor Justin, this really falls hand in hand with, with spirit, soul, and body. You have faith. Everybody say faith. And you have doubt, and then there's unbelief. Now, there's a difference between doubt and unbelief. Faith says God is, God will, God has. Date, a doubt says, I'm not sure. Unbelief says he won't, he hasn't. He's not. Amen. Now, it's all the, all of us. All of us at one time or another deal with doubt. Let's just be real. Let's be honest. And oftentimes, Thomas gets a bad rap. 
but he was a disciple. He just wasn't, some, some, oh glory, some people need a little more edge. Some people need a little more boost. Everybody's not the same. You know, you've got three pastors here and we're all different, right? Thank God for a variety. Justin's not like Brandon and Brandon's not like Justin. I miss Brandon this morning. We talk about him though while he's gone, Amen. But you know, we always look at look at at, at Brandon as this, as this Peter type that cut your ear off with a sword <laughs> if you mess with him. But people give Thomas a bad rap because he wasn't there when the others were. Amen. And we call him Doubting Thomas. But he said, "Unless I see." The nail prints in your hands and the and the the hole of the spear in your side. I won't believe. And and Jesus, oh, you got to get this. Jesus realized, Steve, that Thomas needed a little more boost. And and so he walks over to Thomas and he he holds out his hand and he tells him to put the finger in, in the hole in his side. And then Thomas says, My Lord and my God. He believed. See, see, he had a little bit of doubt. So here's what I'm saying is the enemy, that's where, Danny, that's where the enemy wants to start with God's people. He wants to creep in. And we read our text. You got to see this. And this is what's happening in the church. We're filling big buildings up with a lot of people. Amen. And we're full here this morning and we're going to fill this building up. But can I tell you as your pastor, it does no good if we fill up the largest building in the state of Kentucky, but the church is filled with unbelief and people are not believing what God said he's going to do and believing that God is going to do great miracles. God's going to heal and God's going to set free and God's going to deliver. Is anybody with me? Look at it. Has God said you shall not eat of the tree? Did God really say that? And the enemy wants to echo that to God's people. Is God really going to do what he said he would do? Did God really say that? Is revival really coming to eastern Kentucky? Is awakening really coming to eastern Kentucky? Are you going to see that healing that you've prayed for so long? I'm telling you, I'm here this morning to reinforce your faith. The word of God is real and it's alive. And Sister Frances, we are going to see it. And I'm declaring that you're going to see it. Amen. Come on, somebody, somebody get with me this morning. We're going to see it, amen? We're going to see blind eyes open. We're going to see deaf ears open, Pastor. We're going to see it in the name of Jesus. We're going to see hundreds of, of youth saved. We're going to see people backed up all the way out into Pineville trying to get, and it's not about, listen, it's not about our Father's house. It's not, if, if that's what it's about, then we won't see it. But if we're hungry for a move of God and we want God more than anything else, it's going to happen. Mm -mm. All right, let me go. Are y'all with me? So the enemy whispers and he enters in a doubt. That's where it starts at. God wants you to doubt. I mean, the enemy wants you to doubt what God has said. Amen. Has God said? Did he really say? Do you know that, that 
Doubt is Satan's firstborn son. Unbelief is the parent of all other sin. Uh-oh. All iniquity falls under unbelief. I know that's a bold statement, but it's true. Are y'all with me? Unbelief hardened the heart of Pharaoh. Unbelief crucified Jesus. Amen? Are you out there? Unbelief caused Abraham to lie. It caused Peter to deny Christ. Amen? Again, it murdered Jesus. Unbelief. If we, if we fall into the trap of unbelief and we start, we start doubting what God has said and then all of a sudden we fall into the trap of unbelief, we're in big trouble. Y'all got to help your pastor preach this morning. This, the enemy don't, enemy don't want your faith increased, but I'm telling you for 2016, I'm going to try to increase your faith like never before. We're not going to come in here and just have church. Oh, come on, somebody help me. We're not going to come in here and just have feel-good emotional church services, but I want to see people healed and set free. Amen. This is, can somebody come into a this is the year we're going to see. All right, right now, I want you to get something in your mind that you want to see happen in 2016. Right now, I want, there's something. I want you to get a vision of something you want to see. Something you want to see happen in 2016. Can you see it now? Do you get a vision of it? Do you get a vision of it? Can we start to give God praise for it, for what he's going to do in this upcoming year? Well, somebody, come on. Come on, just start to praise God. You're seeing that thing. Oh, come on. You're seeing that thing happen. Are you seeing, Elder Rice, I'm seeing your son saved. I'm seeing him. Come on, is anybody else in here with me? I'm, I'm, we're seeing our son healed. Somebody gonna stand in faith with us? Come on, are we going, it's time to stop doubting and going into unbelief what God has said. Is anybody out there? Faith, calling those things that are not as though they were. Doubt, when doubting you don't, when you're doubting you don't know what to do. Which way do you go? As I said earlier, most, most come down on Thomas. Belief says, I believe. Everybody say, I believe. I believe. Now, unbelief says, you once believed, but you no longer believe. Are you with me? You realize that almost 20% of the population today don't believe that there is a God. 19%, they call them nuns, N-O-N-E-S. They don't believe in nothing. No type of religion, no, no supernatural being. And you understand, that's where the enemy wants people to, to end up because he don't, he don't care if you have church services. Have all the church services you want. What he doesn't want to see is, is miracles and signs and wonders and gifts of the Spirit and the power of God, the Holy Spirit in operation. That's, that's what he doesn't want to see, amen? He don't care if you gather together as long as nothing happens. And we're doing everything in the, in the world today to build our churches, to get bigger. We have, we have all these special meetings about how to grow your church. 
Oh, glory. Come on, somebody. This is not popular preaching. And people are growing their churches in, in, in big numbers. But guess what? The people leave there and they're not changed. Are y'all with me? If you're with me, say amen. All right. Doubt is not unbelief, but it can become unbelief. So how does doubt become unbelief? When you entertain doubt long enough, it becomes unbelief. Doubt is a matter of the mind. It's soulish. Unbelief is a matter of the heart. Doubt is in the soulish realm. You start to doubt things, but unbelief gets in your heart. Amen? Young people, we got, we got to believe God. Is anybody with me? I still believe that in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. I still believe that the children of Israel crossed the Red Sea. Ernie, I still believe that David killed that giant with a stone. I still believe... Amen, that God was with those three Hebrew boys in the fiery furnace. I still believe that Paul, when he, he took his handkerchiefs and, and, and they, the, the people were touched by those that they were healed. I still believe that Jesus died and he arose on the third day. Is anybody out there, we got to get our faith back that we believe. If we can't believe those things happen, how can we believe that anything else is going to happen? I believe, somebody shall I believe. Come on, you got to get your faith up. I believe. Somebody, I believe that revival's coming. I believe that awakening is coming to eastern Kentucky. I believe the word that Francis spoke this morning is going to come to pass. Amen. I believe that we're going to see money come out of heaven. I believe that we're going to see the blinded eyes open. I believe that we're going to see the drug addict saved. I believe that we're going to see the alcoholic. Oh, come on. I believe I believe that we're going to see hundreds of souls saved. I believe that this church building over here is not big enough. We're not building it big enough. Come on. Are we here just to have a good, have a good time on Sunday morning? Or do we believe that God's going to do great things? Come on. Somebody needs to give him praise in this house because he's getting ready. Woo! Come on, somebody praise him. Come on, somebody praise him. I believe that the drug dealers, you know, come on, we can't, let, we can't allow doubt to come in. Did God say? Did God really say that? Now, I want you to, I want you to, I'm going to show you what. You know, we used, we used to believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. The gifts of the Spirit. The casting out of demons. Amen? You know, churches, churches are coming, becoming separated from the power of God. People are ashamed of the power of God. Don't do that stuff. Now, I'm just going to tell you right now, I've said it before. If that's what you want, and then you have, I'm the wrong man. Because I grew up on the power of God. Judy, we saw some, I've seen people. Have you ever seen anybody healed? Yes, I have. I'm talking about miraculously healed. How many's ever seen somebody miraculously? Oh, come on. How many's ever seen somebody miraculously healed? Come on, wave your hand. And you know. Uh-huh. This ain't a fairy tale. I said, this ain't a fairy tale. This is real. 
I said, there's a real power of God. And the enemy, again, uh, Ernie, you, you've seen, you've grew, you, you, know, you know what I'm talking about. I've seen them carry people out. I've seen them carry people in on stretchers. And I've seen them get up and walk out the door. I've seen my son have 105 temperature. And 30 minutes later, it'd be 98.6. No, 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 no. Listen, you, you're not hearing me. Tylenol and, and ibuprofen don't do that. That's the power of God. I'm telling you, God's still, he's still able. He still has power. And we have to start believing for these things. Don't believe. Don't just believe for a feel-good service. Believe for power to come. I'm believing for power to come. I'm believing for the fire of God to come. I'm believing for the anointing. You know, it was prophesied that the, that, the, that, that the anointing in the mantle of Harley Hensley was on this place. Come on, is anybody with me? I received that in the name of Jesus. He was healed of cancer, and the cancers fell off his body. Young people, this old time, this old time preacher, Harley Hensley. God gave him about two weeks to live. He's from Harlan County, Kentucky, up in Wallens Creek. Been right to the house where he went. His brother was an elder in our church when I was when I got saved. He he spoke a lot of word into me, Francis. His brother, his name was Perry Hensley. Awesome man of God. Karen, Karen, Randy, you guys know him. Y'all remember Perry? Harley Hensley used to come to this area and preach. Harley. Uh, his granddaughter, help me out, Lisa, what's her last name? Brunson. Yeah. But he, he, was, he came down into Wallens Creek. They gave him just about two weeks to live. And God told him he was going to heal him, meet him, meet him on the mountain that, up and behind the, their house there in Wallens Creek, Kentucky. And he goes up on the mountain. At, a, at noon, I think it was, or a certain time of the day. And long story short, his testimony is very powerful. I've heard him tell it. You guys have heard him tell it firsthand. And he said that the cancers fell off his body. He wrapped them up in a cloth, took them back down into the yard. There was a crowd gathered because everybody had heard that God was going to heal him. He laid the cancers down in the yard. And he said his brother took a stick and flipped the cloth back. And there was the cancers that fell off his body. Now, here's the deal. If we don't believe that we're serving the same God and if we don't believe that God's still able to do those things, let's just close the doors and go home. Because he said, I was. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Yes. I am. Are you with me? And I am. I'm the same yesterday. Today and forever. Danny, God healed you. I said, God healed you. 
Amen. How many, how, many, how many's been healed by the power of God? Come on. No, I'm not talking, you know, obviously we've had, sometimes we go to the doctor and he gives us medication that gets us well. And, and, and that's okay. I'm not, I'm not down in that, Steve. But I'm talking, how many's had a supernatural healing that you knew, you know God touched your body? Come on. Come on. Wave your hand. If, you, if you've had a, come on. Are you seeing what I'm saying? I want your faith to increase. Don't, don't look at 2016 as a, as a time to come to church to feel good. If the enemy can get, out, get us, cause us to walk in unbelief, he has us right where he wants us. All right, go to Jude verse 5. Once you see this. Jude verse 5. We're good, right? Jude verse 5. If you're there, say Amen. I hear pages turning. I'm getting there. Jude, verse 5. Look what it says. Go to Revelation. Take a left. Look what the word says. I will therefore put you in remembrance, though you once knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt afterward, destroyed them that believed not. Now, we're not talking about sinners here. Amen. How many believes God brought the children of Israel out of Egypt? How many believes they walked around for they walked around out there and their clothes grow? How many believes they ate manna? How many believes they ate quail? How many, how many, how many believes that God provided miracle after miracle for them? But look what it says. Afterward, he destroyed them that believe not. Amen. It's the word. Now, do I believe that God's going to do to us what happened in Sodom? Is he going to destroy it in Sodom and Gomorrah and all these things and, 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 and pillars of salt and all those things? No, but I'm going to tell you something. Y'all remember in the scripture where it says the earth opened up and swallowed them up? Oh, you got, you're going to get this. Y'all remember in the scripture where it says the earth, number, I think it's Numbers 14, 26, whatever, uh, the earth opened up and swallowed them up. Do you know what? I'm telling you, if we're not careful and the world is getting so full of unbelief that the, that the earth is going to swallow up the church. What are you saying, Pastor? I'm not talking about the ground opening up. I'm talking about where we live is swallowing up the church because of unbelief. Amen. You know what? Preachers won't preach the truth because they don't want their people to leave and they don't want to offend anybody. We've become the United States of the offended. Oh, don't say that. Listen to me. As long as I'm here, I'm going to preach what thus says the word of the Lord. And if we don't believe in, if we don't believe in the power of God, if we don't believe that God can still do these things, are you with me? I still believe that God raised your daughter from the dead two weeks ago. I said God raised your daughter. Oh, come on. Do we, this, what do we have to have, church? What do we have to see? What do we have to see? What did you come to see? What did you come to see? Oh, is anybody with me in this place? This is the God that we worship. He's an all-powerful God. He's a mighty God. He still has power. He's still in control. He's still on the throne. Will somebody help me preach? Come on, build your faith. Miracles, signs, and wonders. Follow them who believe. Oh, I'm gonna say it again. 
Miracles, signs, and wonders follow them who believe. Why aren't we seeing more miracles, Pastor? Because we don't believe. We think if the flesh can't do it, it can't happen. That's the problem today. We're too fleshly minded. We got we got to have faith in God. Is anybody with me? I'm gonna say it again. Miracle signs and wonders come to them who shout it. You know what? If you continue in doubt. You're in danger of seeking, sinking into unbelief. Amen? How many like to believe God this coming year for more than you've ever seen? I'm speaking over your finances. Oh, no, no, wait a minute, Pastor. It's a bad economy. Economy's bad, Pastor. How are we going to see... Financial blessings. There's still some fish in the Cumberland River. Am I going to tax? How am I going to pay pay my tribute money? Am I going to pay my taxes? Come on. That's the problem. Sometimes we rely too. Oh, can I preach the truth? We live in a world that's become too dependent on other things. Thank God for government programs that help people. Amen? Thank God for it. But the world has come to the place to where they expect the government to keep them up. Oh, I'm just going to preach the truth. And we have a government that's doing it so they can create a socialist society and they create their voters. Oh, this ain't popular preaching. And I'm not preaching, I'm not preaching uh, polit- uh, partisan politics I'm not preaching that. I'm just preaching you the truth. Amen. We got to get back to, you know what? It never was supposed to be the government's duty. It's supposed to be the church's duty. Is anybody with me in this house? And if we'll believe God, you know what? The more you give to people, the more God's going to give you. I said the more you give to people, if you want want to be blessed, give it away. Oh, come on. I know what I'm talking about. If you want to be blessed, give it away. Hey, hey, hey. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. He created it all. And we get so caught up in, 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 in what? Well, when you get there, stop speaking negative and stop speaking curses. When you get there, Social Security will be gone. 
Social security might be gone, but the word stands forever. Yeah. You know, we, 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 we allow these curses to be spoken on us. Okay, let me give you this. Can I preach just a few more minutes? We was looking through some, some, some papers the other day at home. Can't remember why. Now, me and my wife, she found the death, death certificate of my grandfather on my mother's side. Written right on the death certificate that his body was full of alcohol. He died in an uh, alcoholic state. Basically, his, his death certificate said he was an alcoholic. It's written right on the certificate. An alcoholic. Pulled out his brother's death certificate. Same thing. Alcoholic. Gambler. My papa, they claimed he owned most, a big part of the land in Wallens Creek, Kentucky, which talking about it earlier, lost it in a card game. Alcohol and gambling. My dad died at age 56 with uh, Hodgkin's disease. I've yet to have a brother to make it to 60. So you know what? Here's, you know what? Here, here's, here's what happens. The same devil that looked at Eve and said, has God said, is this really? I want you to believe something. He wants you to believe something different. Than this book. You know, and the fleshly way of the world would say, you know what it says, would tell me I'm going to be an alcoholic and die before I reach 60. But you know what? When it came out of my mother's womb, Jesus said, you know what? He's going to bring revival to Eastern Kentucky. In 20. I have a plan for him, and if he'll stick to, oh glory, if he'll stick to that plan, it's not going to be alcohol that takes him down. It's not going to be a disease that takes him down because this word is going to the nations. Amen. We're going to preach the kingdom of God, and people are going to come. Is anybody with me in this room? Believe a lie and be damned. Has God said? Did God really say that? That's what the enemy wants you to entertain. Are you with me? All right, Daniel, come and help me. I'm just about done here. I got to watch. I got to watch. <laughs> if I hadn't have been so old, my reflexes would have been better, wouldn't they? I don't want to think about the pastor get up here and says, all the old people said Rick Barry. He just said mentioned that to me, and I said, I remember watching Rick Barry play. <laughs> all right, how many remembers Rick Barry? All the old people. Ain't three of us? <laughs> he played in the NFL, uh, the, the uh, NBA for several years. He shot granny shots in the NFL. <laughs> he played for the Golden State Warriors. Everybody loves the Golden State now. All you bandwagoners wouldn't have been on that team when he was out there shooting granny shots. 
Oh, oh no, you didn't. <laughs> Who's that team? They've never, you know, honestly, they were good. They were pretty good then. I think they, they actually went to the finals, but I don't think they ever won a title. But they were, they were there pretty close, I think. He was a good ball player. His son plays. I think his son plays now. He did for a while. But anyway, all right. How in the world did I get there? I love you, man. Okay, how many thinks your pastor should challenge your youth pastor to a game of horse? Could we turn this into a fundraiser? <laughs> now, we're not going to play no one-on-one. <laughs> He's way too young. Uh, all right. We might bench press. <laughs> you started it, man. All right. You guys know we're having fun. We'd stay each other all the time. Wanda sent him a picture of, uh, of uh, uh, tracks in the snow yesterday. And it's got these truck tracks. And it says, uh, Chevrolet tracks in the snow. And then the next picture, it's got uh, footprints. It says, Ford tracks in the snow. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's holding that over my head. He has a picture of me driving his dad's truck, so. All right. I'm going to give you one more verse of Scripture. I want you to get this. I want you to take. This is, this is where I feel like we, you know, we got to see this. We really got to see this. I'm going to try to close right here. Mark chapter 6. Mark 6. Verse 1. We're going we're gonna to bring this into, into our terms. Mark 6 and 1. And he went out from thence and came into his own country. It's talking about Christ. And his disciples followed him. Jack, throw that up there if you can. I want the people to see this, please. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, Where does this man, where does he get these things? What wisdom is this which is given unto him? That even such mighty works are wrought by his hand. <clears throat> I'm in uh, three now. Mark six and three. I'll let you get there. Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary? See, and I could, I, I could really, and we may continue this. I don't know. We'll just follow the leading of the spirit. But, but you know, I could teach here for a long time. See, so many people get caught up into. Okay, see, this is, this is the one that was born of Mary. Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James? He's just an ordinary guy. Right? Keep going. And we're offended at him. But Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor, honor, but in his own country and among his own kin and in his own house. He could, look here, and he could there do no mighty works save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folks and healed them. Verse 6, And he marveled 
because of their unbelief. And he went, he went around the villages teaching. So the scripture says here, you know, these people actually knew who he was, his family. But he couldn't do, he, he didn't do very many miracles there, Greg, because of their unbelief. He did a few. And you know what the Lord, that really convicted me because I thought, is that why we don't see Is that why we don't see more miracles? We've seen some good things, right? We all agree with you, Pastor. We've seen some good things, right? How many believe we should see more? Now, I ask you, do we have unbelief sitting in the pew? It's a good question. It's a valid question. Is that why we don't see more miracles? Because of unbelief. Is it on us? I mean, I mean, we talked to you earlier that God's not changed, right? At least he's got, he still has the same power, right? Right? Actually, that power is delivered into the church. It's in us, through us, right? So why is it not, why isn't it, why isn't it working? Now, in closing, who remembers the guy that brought his son to Jesus? He said, if you can believe, He said, heal my son, right? He said, if you can believe, all things are possible to them that believe, right? Now, here's, here's the deal. The man said, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. So I think that's where we need to be in praying and saying, Lord, help any areas. Search your heart, any areas of unbelief. Lord, help my unbelief. Amen? Help us to get past that. Amen? All right, one more time. I want you to see that miracle for this year. Close your eyes right now. I want you to, just, just for a moment. You guys can come on up. I want you to see that. Come on, do you see it? Do you see it happening? What is it, what is it you want to see this year if you, if you were granted a miracle? What is it you want to see? What do you want to see? What do you want to see? Somebody say we're going to see it. Let's stand. I could preach. I could preach longer. I'm going to stop right there. I mean, knows that God asked Moses. He said, "You know, I've showed these people signs." He said, "How long are they going to be in error that they don't believe me? They're provoking me because they don't believe me." And y'all know what happened. The earth opened up. Now, all right, we're not under the law, but we're under grace. But how many knows we have one greater? How many knows we're supposed to see greater things now? Elder, I'm preaching the truth than before. Can somebody come into agreement that this is the generation that's going to see the signs and wonders and miracles? In closing. Daniel, I want you to go to Daniel chapter 12. 
and we're, we're done, I promise. I want you to see something. Daniel 12. Jesus. Verse 8. Look what it says. Daniel 12 and 8. I want you to see this, and we're done, I promise. And I heard, now this is Daniel the prophet, right? And I heard, but I understood not. Then said I, oh my Lord, what shall be the end of these things? Keep going. He said, go thy way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed to the time of the end. So Daniel got a prophetic word, but he said, I don't know what's going to happen. Look at verse 10. Here's, here's what I'm proclaiming. This is where we are. Many shall be purified and made white and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand. But the wise shall. This is where we are, right? Oh, you got to receive that. Yeah, there's a lot of wicked going on, and they don't understand the prophetic word of God. But the wise are going to know. Even though Daniel the prophet didn't know, the wise are going to know. Amen? If you receive that, say amen. Father, we thank you for your word. Come on, worship team. God, increase our faith. Come on, somebody pray that prayer. I challenge you right now. Pray that prayer. God, increase our faith. Oh, Jesus. We declare that this will be the year that we will see miracles. Come on, somebody come into agreement. This building over here is just, just a fraction what we're going to see in the spirit realm thank you God that you're going to bless thank you for healing come on somebody got to see it come on come into agreement make a proclamation right now oh we make proclamations Lord the riders of the white horse we're going to ride with you Lord. we're going to ride with you Lord Come on, church. Come on. Come on. We got a few minutes here. Make some decrees. Make some proclamations. Oh, we wait on you, Jesus. We declare healings, signs, wonders, supernatural. Supernatural. Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, lift your hands all over the building. going to sing, but just a second. Jill sung this song earlier. I see heaven invading this place. Come on, somebody say it. Say, I see it. I see angels praising your name. 
I see glory falling in this place. I see hope restored, the healing of all disease. Come on, you got to see it. And I'm praying that the Lord will touch you to a point to where nothing negative. You'll see it. I mean, notice when he touched the blind man the first time he saw me in his trees, but he needed another touch. And then he was able to see men walking right. You got to be able to see it. Amen. Francis, somebody bring, come on, Francis. I'm going to pray over you this morning. We're going to believe you're going to be healed. Your body's going to be completely healed. For more information about Our Father's House or upcoming events, please log on to www.allfathershouseky.org.